I'm Kate, Biomedical Engineering. And I'm Kate, Pre-Med. And you're listening to Filled Out Podcast, a show focused on sharing our experiences as immigrant college students, connecting and inspiring you all to succeed in college and life. to another episode of Foodout Podcast. We're your host, I'm a here. Rolling Koozie. Back again. Thank y'all for listening. Now, as always, we appreciate y'all. What's up with you, bro? What are you doing? What have you been up to? <sighs> On a grind, man. Like, you know, life, you know, we out here doing our thing, bro. I'm trying to, like, you know, piss you under that stuff, you know, do music awfully, bro. Watch out, bro. The, the, what's it called? The album about to come out, bro. You got my album, EP, whatsoever, gonna come out, bro. But, like, you know, for the most part, I've been, like, cooling, bro. How you been? Like you pursuing it for real, for real, or just, like, not for real? Sight, passion, bro. Yeah, I fuck with you. I fuck with it, bro. But, yeah, bro, I've been, I've been cooling, bro, and just taking it one day at a time, for real, for real, and just cooling, you know. That's pretty much what I've been up to. But um, for this week's episode... We want to talk about, bro, I didn't even, I don't know when I found out this, but I want to talk about the richest black person on the planet, Mr. Aliko Dangote, representing Niger. That's what they always say, well, Niger know they carry last. Mr. Aliko Dangote know they carry last. <laughs> but we're back again, but talking about Mr. Aliko Dangote, but pretty much like how, you know, how he did what he did, established his empire and leading the whole world pretty much bro but yo like that's that's some crazy stuff bro like you know just people like there bro you know just building that amount of wealth like it's crazy bro and they got like principles bro like you know this guy went to like al-azhar al-azhar university in egypt bro one of like you know the best Universities in Egypt, bro. Like you know, talking about the world, it's like nine hundred ninety-six in the world. But like you know, he finished like his this degree, bro, in like the business degree at Azhar. In like at the age of twenty, bro, like nineteen seventy-seven, he was like twenty years old, bro. He had his own business degree in Azhar, bro. Nigerian guy, bro, doing his own thing. So like at the age of eight years, bro, trading in Swedes, bro, for like doing like that trading stuff, bro, trying to earn money, profits from this whole trading system, bro. He, had his own this mindset from his grandparents, like the family, bro. Like they, they instilled his own attitude into him. So, bro, like he's worth like fourteen, almost fourteen billion US dollars right now. I think he was like sixty-four, bro, Nigerian, bro. Like his um Dangote Sugar, Dangote Pastor. He has like you know that whole Dangote company, bro. Like that whole Dangote like group. Which like it was created in like I believe like nineteen eighty one, bro. Right now it's like twenty two subsidiaries, bro. Like it's like crazy, bro. You have the sugar, you know, group. You have the um pasta. You have the um nascon, like the sauce and everything, bro. Like this guy making African proud, bro. I, I, and like Nigeria is like you know it has like a lot of people. I think they were like almost two hundred million, bro. Like seven, almost seven times Ghanaians, like population bro and you got all these like people and i think the second richest man is like 
Nigerian too. He's called Mike Adinuga. Like he's black too. He's like seeing black, like or richest black person, bro. And it's like he's making this world from telecom and audio, bro. Like you know this whole industry, bro. Like making that amount of money, bro. So that that broadcasting system, the telecom, like you know cable system and everything. So them Nigerians be like millionaires, billionaires, bro. They be making like a lot of money. You got like. This African American guy, Robert Earth Smart, uh, Smith. He was, he was from. He was like a chemical engineer and an investor. He was like third black person making that amount of money from Colorado and everything. But back to Dangote, bro. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, he's like he's business himself, bro. I know, like Jay Z and all them people talking about. I'm business. I'm I'm not a businessman. I'm business or whatsoever, bro. But like this guy has done like a lot, bro. Like. Just looking at it, bro, he has like his he's built his fortune from the um Dangote cement, which has like when he go to like Ob- Obajana, bro. That's like, I think it, they had like three factories in like Nigeria or some shit like that. Like big factories, bro. And Obajana is like the biggest, like, you know, cement, you know, among those three things, bro. Like and he he owns like, you know, that I think the second largest like sugar refinery in the world too. And like his cement is the largest in the world. And he has like this one of the largest fly mills too, and he's like second largest. He has the second largest fertilizer plant in the world. So I don't know, bro. And that whole cement industry that he's owning, like you know, which is like obviously like the largest in the world. He has like eighty five point two stake from that whole thing, bro. Like, so I don't know, bro. He's like pretty much I did sixty four, sixty two, two. So I don't know. This guy's like sixty four. Yeah. So. NASCAR in the salt industry, so I don't know, bro. Like, when you go to like that whole that cement industry in like Upper China, it's like 10.25 million tons of per capacity. I cause like three lines, bro, and like you know, three million tons per year. Like, the, making all those high productions and everything, bro. Yeah, it's like I read something that has like two about 2,000, 2000 tracks, like you know, operating on this, like you know, plant and everything, bro. So I think that guy, he worked hard, you know, reaching that point. I don't know the family was, like, worthy and everything, bro, but by his principles, the principles he goes with and everything, bro, it's, like, something was, like, you know, like, reputable, bro. It's, like, you got to, like, understand that whole business thing. You got to be blessed to be in that position, bro. But what do you what do you think? What do you have to say? Yeah, man, I mean, you said a lot, bro. Like, that shit, I think when I found out that he was, like, the richest black person, I was, I don't know the right word to use to surprise because I was, like, damn, representing Niger, like, you got an, you know, someone from, like, because I was maybe expecting somebody from the U.S., not from, you know, Africa. I guess this is my bias that I have. But, like, one thing that when I was actually trying to research, like, how he got to the level that he got, like, I think I saw a stat about how, like, when his grandpa died, he was, like, the richest person in um Nigeria. And I think one thing that we all sometimes underestimate is the fact that, like, to actually be able to make it, like, like you do need some sort of help. Like, somebody has to like chiming and give you a little you know what i mean like a little hand up because i think i found out that when before he started around like the 1970s he got like a small loan from an uncle i, I forgot the exact figure but you use that to start like making some sugar commodities commodities to sell and like a, and then what was it called so he sold that for a little bit and it kept on expanding after that he traded some salt flour sugar and whatnot and then repaid the loans and then you know just kept on expanding from that stage and right now, how old is he? Like 64. And when I looked up on the uh, Bloomberg Billionaires Index, he's the 95th richest person in the whole world with a net worth of $19.5 billion, bro. That's like, I can't even, but can you imagine what $1 billion looks like, bro? It's crazy. Then it's 10, crazy, bro. 
than 19. It's wild, bro. But like you said, he's more, I think most of his businesses uh, deals with like everyday stuff. So you got sugar, salt, flour, cement, like things that people need every single day because you got a lot of construction work going on in Nigeria. And so after doing all these things, also moved into like textile, salt, pro- I think I already said it, but salt processing, sugar refinery. And now uh, he established the Dangote Group. I think he went in the 1980s, right? Yeah. And he, is it what? 1981. 1981, yeah. And I saw this that he employs over like 11,000 people in Nigeria. And like, this man is like feeding a lot of homes, bro. He's been, he's been blessed because he's also a blessing unto others, right? And so at the end of the day, we're like, I'm, like impressed with what it, what he's done with his life, but to be honest, like a lot of people start with a lot of people don't start with anything. They're able to make a lot of stuff, make a lot with their life. And a lot of people start with a lot and end up <laughs> exactly where they started. Like this man started obviously if his grandpa was the richest person in Nigeria by the time he died, definitely he did start with a lot. But he's also been able to make a lot with it. He just didn't sitting in one spot. He made good use of his resources. I think that reminds me of like the Bible story, like the um I think it was like the um owner or the manager or something like that was going on a trip and then he gave like coins to his servants and then some of them kept it under their bed, some of them kept it somewhere. But one of them actually used it and multiplied it. I don't know if you know that I remember I remember the story or the exact story or what the story is called. But he reminds me of that servant who actually took his resources, made good use of it, and now he's reaping the rewards. Nigeria's reaping the rewards. Literally, and everybody around the world is also enjoying the fruits of his labor. So at the end of the day, like, one lesson that I picked out from his life was just, like, being consistent. And that whatever you're giving, bro, try to find ways to multiply. If you don't have a lot, if you only had one, try to get it to two. If you have five, try to get it to five. Like, whatever you have, don't Keep yourself in like one situation. Keep on expanding. Keep on learning. Adding more to your life and trying to get better. And like through that, like by choosing to better yourself, bro, you end up being a blessing unto other people, just like how he's done. And now, like his descendants, bro, like his children, his grandchildren, like they're set. I mean, obviously, it depends on how they manage their resources, obviously. But if they manage it properly, just like how the Rockefellers have managed theirs, or I think they're on the maybe what, fourth, fifth generation now so will his uh, descendants be. And like a lot of his life actually reminds me of Rockefeller, like how he, how Rockefeller used oil. Like he was, I'm pretty sure he was, the people who got into like salt refinery, sugar refinery and salt processing, he was probably the people who got in like really early. And I think he's probably trying to get into like steel production and stuff like that. So yeah, the other day is just remarkable life story. Well, yeah, what do you want to say? Yeah, yeah, bro. It's like, it's crazy, bro. Like, you know, I saw this interesting fact about, like, if he had invested into Bitcoin, like, a couple of years ago, like, if he had invested, like, 5% of his wealth a couple of years ago, like, seven years ago into Bitcoin, he would be, like, the sixth or, like, the fifth richest person in the world. Right now, I think 2021, he was, like, 96th or something like that. But, like, this guy's, like, he's charitable, too, bro. He missed a lot of, like, donations, bro. Like, a lot of charitable stuff. But he's, I think he's, over the years, he has spent, like, you know, one billion on charitable needs and anything bro so it's crazy i saw this information about i think how you can spend like a million dollars like for the 
I think a million dollars or was it like a billion or I think it should be a million or something. Yeah, a million instead. Then it's 40 years and he was still, he still doesn't have to worry. Like spend a million dollars and he wouldn't still have to worry. So it's crazy, bro, the amount of money he's making, bro. And that whole Dangote group then has like 22, 22 subsidiaries, bro. Like, you know, that holding, we have the holding company has like all these like sap companies here under it. So this man is like doing a lot of things, bro. It'd be crazy, bro. And I wanted to hear more about how his dad, can you like go into it? Like his grandfather, his granddad died, and he was like the richest guy in Nigeria. Like, what was that whole thing? Bro? I don't know like the exact story. All I heard was that his grandpa was like the richest person in Nigeria by the time, like when he died, he was the richest person in Nigeria. But I don't know like what he did or whatever his position was in Nigeria. I don't have the exact information on that. But that's all like that's all I heard about. That's all I know. But yeah, bro, just going, touching back onto it, bro, and, you know, these people got principles, you got, you don't just, like, wait, although, like, you know, someone has to help you, bro, but this is money, bro, like, money money can fly, bro, you can, you you can have the money, bro, but how you use it, bro, it's, like, a different story, bro, how you, like, you know, multiply that amount of money, bro, whatever you have, bro, you can have, you can be gifted with talents, bro, if you don't use it to the best of your ability, bro, you can let that shit go to waste, bro. But, you know, talking about how he was blessed with money, bro, set a foundation for him to, like, you know, keep it going and everything, bro. Like, he also did his part, you know. We talk about, you know, just, like, having principles, bro. I read, like, you know, a couple of his principles. Like, you have to, like, produce, don't just sell, which makes sense, bro. Like, having this spent industry and everything, doing all this kind of, like, huge production and everything, bro. Just selling, bro. It's like, you can sell people items, bro, and just get a shot of it but when you're producing that whole thing bro you create you're creating jobs you know doing that whole thing bro and you have to like network with greatness bro right now you know he be like talking about mike i didn't get all them people i don't know what the whole deal with nigerians but like they all be friends bro doing all these business bro they'll be helping themselves bro like you know trying to head to the top bro you can do this shit alone although you can do your own thing but like you know you still gotta help other people like connect make that connection bro Ideas and like just like keep progressing, bro. The, um, the fight is everyday fight, bro. You gotta like keep on going, bro. And you gotta diversify that thing, bro. So he puts this this man is a, like you know the major like you know source of income. And you got his salt thing. You gotta fly. You gotta your own know, fertilizer plant and anything, bro. It's like out of like sub companies, bro, generating money for him, bro. So it's like this money, bro. It's, Generational wealth, bro. It's gonna take a long time for that shit to end, bro. And he, he said start local and go global, cause obviously you study in Nigeria. It was like compared to where he's at right now, you gonna you can't say it's local. You know, Nigeria's like local, like compared to like world I, domination in the world right now. You know, having like you know one of the largest fertilizer or flower companies and cement companies in the world, bro. That's like some crazy stuff, bro. He doing, bro. So you can say Nigeria is the local in that sense, and going global is like going worldwide with it, bro. And you got to leverage on other people's assets, bro. You know, just when you do that connection things, bro, like, when you connect with other people, bro, you got to, like, leverage on what they have to, like, bring, bro. You got to, like, make sure you're profiting from it. Obviously, they're going to leverage from what you have, but, like, you have to make sure you're also, like, you know, leveraging from other people's, like, you know, what other people bring to the table. And you got to own your business, bro. You got to start your own business and own it, bro. You have to be... Before you can own your business, bro, you got to start it first, bro. That's one thing people don't, you know. That's why I be thinking about it, bro. This whole generation, bro, like, you know, obviously, bro, this guy was, like, he came from, like, a like, good family, bro. You know, if his grandfather or, like, whoever he said was, his dad was, like, one of the richest Nigerian, the richest Nigerian, he, you know, taking that position right now and even the war, bro, then he was from a good family, bro. But talking about it, bro, you got people 
what you want to start a own business. They got ideas, bro. I'm thinking about, I'm not comparing. Like, we obviously, we have, like, different lives and everything, bro. So, there's uh, someone's life is, like, different from it. But, like, in order for you to improve, you got to make some type of, like, you know, analysis and comparison to, like, high-quality people. Like, people are, like, you know, successful people, bro. So, people have ideas. They want to start a business, bro. They have this business idea. And, like, it's been stuck in your mind for, like, the longest time, bro. We There were times we were thinking about doing this podcast thing, bro. We don't know how far it is going to go. But, you know, the podcast industry is, like, yeah, it's a good, you know, high, you know, growth rate, you know, going up and everything. Potential, bro, you know what I'm saying? But people have ideas, bro. They, they can't, they, they just can't find ways to, like, bring that shit into, like, you know, fruition, bro. Maybe they don't really have the um, support system, bro. In that situation, what are you going to tell them? Like, although you're not, you might not be, like, from the Dangote family or wherever you're from, bro. Like, what should those people do in that sense, bro? Like, they have, obviously, we have these resources, but, like, you can make me from Ghana, bro. Like, you should from, like, a third world country. I mean, obviously, like, some people are blessed more than some people are. You know, maybe if we're in Ghana right now, we wouldn't have, like, this free type of Wi-Fi. It's not free. We're paying for it, but, like, you know, in some sense, bro, at least we get yeah, access, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, like, let's say someone who has, you know, like, that support system. Maybe I'm not from the Dangote family, bro. I don't have, like, I have these ideas, bro. I'm trying to do this, but, like, I want to do music, bro. Maybe my parents, no one in my family has done that shit, bro, but I want to do, like, that shit. But what do you, what would you tell someone like that, you know, in terms of, like, starting your own business or, like, starting your own thing, bro? Like, what would you say to that person like that who wants to do something, who wants to, like, you know, capitalize on this idea they have, but they don't really have the um backing system, like you know the um foundation, bro. Like no one in their family or like they don't have the um, they're not probably in a good like you know standing point right now. What would you tell that person to do, like to get that thing out there, bro? Like you understand the question, though? Yeah, I see what I see what you're trying to say. I think, like, because I'm trying to, like, <laughs> the easy answer would just be, like, yeah, go for it. Go ahead and do it. But, like, personally, I would say, bro, like, before you can, because I'm struggling with this, too, like, like in a way. But I think the way to approach is to, first of all, start with your fears, bro. Like, what is what is holding you back, bro? Like, trying to confront those fears. Are those, like, real, legit fears? Like, or, is it just, or those are just things that you've made up in your mind just to, you know, protect yourself and, stop yourself from actually taking those leap of faith because you don't know where they're going to lead. So you're just building these protection or, I guess, boundaries to prevent yourself from taking those actions. And if you're able to, like, analyze it and get to the root cause of it, then I'll say, bro, like, go with your gut, bro. Like, if you can feel, because, like, a lot of people, that's why I think I saw some uh, Steve Jobs or somebody said, like, a lot of us in the West are, obsessed with rationalization and trying to think through situations logically trying to make pros and cons less bro does it does it help does it not there's more process or i choose it but like most most of the time like you can feel it in your heart and in your gut that this shit i want to do it and you have that conviction like all these a lot of in my opinion a lot of the greats or people have actually been able to change humanity and change the course of history most of them had to do things out of conviction not out of rationalization or trying to think through it so at the end of the day but like if that person sees that they have that well first of all like after addressing their fears and they still have that inclination that this is for me and like they can feel it that if they don't do it they're wasting their time not 1000 percent say go do it i think i saw something like kanye was when he went to college and he 
realized that he wanted to do music and he knew it like deep down that he had it in him like i think his documentary is about to come out pretty soon because he knew that like like this is it another youtuber guy that i watch him um steven bartley he's as he um like he launched a social media company but they make advertisement for like pepsi amazon all the big companies bro like he was talking about how when he dropped out of university and he moved into his apartment he started like he made a journal and he wrote down I don't remember the exact words, but something along the lines of, I'm writing this to show, I'm right. something about, I'm documenting this because in the next five, 10 years, people are going to talk about this. I'm going to tell the press about this. So like, like people have convictions and people have that gut feeling that this is it. And if you do, bro, just 1000%, go for it. If you don't have a good support system, bro, not everybody has a good support system. Some people will do, some people don't. And if you don't, I guess you have to be your own support system or be a support system for somebody else. That's how I put it, bro. Like, to be honest, that's my take on it. Yeah, I completely understand, bro. And it's not easy, bro, just being in this situation, bro. Lou's like, I know he's saying it, bro, and he's not saying it to make it look easy, but, like, when you're in a situation, bro, it's hard to find yourself, like, you know, create a path, but, like, you got to, like, Take small steps, bro. You gotta like, at least put that shit down. Like, take small steps with it every day, bro. Like, try to do something with it, bro. You know, success success doesn't happen overnight, bro. Like, like you gotta have some practice, bro. Like, you gotta help yourself if you wanna, like, get to that point, bro. And I completely agree with what you said, bro. Like, this man doing his thing, bro. Like, he's still out of plan, bro. You know, going to college out of the country, going to AJ, bro. One of the best, you know, accomplished African countries, bro. So going to school at, at Azura, like, finishing school at 20 years and having his business degree at that age, bro. You know, you got people, like, the average, like, I don't know, but, like, 22, 23 is, like, decent, like, you know, for, like, completion of the um, college degree. But, like, you know, this guy today, like, at the age of 20, bro, he had his um, whole idea, bro. You got to, like, have a passion about what you're trying to do and just go all in, bro. Just know that shit is, like, what I, you actually want to die for, bro. It's your life, bro. Like, I saw this about... You know, don't expect people to like you know respect your hustle. You don't have your vision, bro. So just try to create your own path as possible as you can, and just do your own thing, bro. Like that's all. But you know, just African pride, bro. The richest black man or black person being Nigerian, African, bro. I don't even mention like you know you expecting to be African, like African American, anything like. I get it, bro. But like you know, there's like some great pride out there, bro. Like Nigerian pride and. I, I, I would want to, like, go into that whole, these whole lot of things, but, like, you know, I don't, like, turn this into, like, you know, social stuff and everything, like, to, but, yeah, bro, like, that's some prideful stuff, bro. Yeah, I think one thing I also wanted to add about, like, his life, I think his life should be an inspiration for a lot of us in the community, bro, because, like, no cap, 90% of us, when we come to college, everybody just wants to go do music or go play fucking basketball, football, and there's nothing wrong with it, like, Everybody has their own path, right? But I think there's more to life than just those two options because that's literally... I, I think I heard this from Jay Shetty on another podcast called On Purpose. It talks about you can't be what you can't see. So, like, for a lot of us in the community, all we see are the rappers and the basketball players and the football players. So that's all we dream of and that's all we want to attain. It's like, personally, like, his life is an inspiration to me that there are other options out there. There are other things I could do in my life. Obviously, I, mean, I can't play these. I can't play those sports, so I'm not even gonna try and pretend. But like, in general, like coming out of you know, high school, but like if you're coming out, don't don't just be looking at 
just gonna go play basketball. I'm just gonna do music. Like there are other things out out there in, the, in life, but there are other ways to make it, quote unquote. There are other ways to impact people's life, and not just through sports and music. And that's I mean, cause I I was talking to one guy. He's um he went to University of Richmond. He was telling me how like on the whole basketball team, I mean not basketball, or the whole football team, bro. He was the only one that was doing pre med. Everybody else was just there to play football and go to the league. Most of them, they were not really thinking about anything else. But maybe you can go start a fucking steel production company or get into, I don't know, crypto or get into something that was like, there are a lot of options out there in life and just not entertainment and sports. So be be open-minded. We're looking to people like, you got down, go to bro. Go, the videos that I did like here, I don't know who he did. Got all these, like there's so many ways to make it, and not just through sports and music. So at the end, they just get out and also experience life. Like try to figure out what you want, because I'm pretty sure like before he got into you know sweet production and whatnot, sweets and oil refinery and whatnot, he probably had a good experience with his life. Like seeing, looking at himself, like this is Nigeria, this is where I'm at, these are my options, this is what I can pursue. And he went after that and did it. So at the end of the day, like also like reassess yourself and look at what is available to you and what's available around you. And then choosing what's your what's best for you. And not just going on default mode, like, see everybody that I know is doing music. I might as well just get into music, like or maybe everybody around me is playing basketball. So I'm gonna play basketball, I'm just gonna do football, like sit down there and really think like just because you're in a community doesn't not mean you have to just go to those two things. There are a lot of options. You can go do a fucking PhD and go find a cure of cancer or some shit like that. But whatever path you want to take, you know, explore life and have a good time doing it. What do you want to add to that? What do you think about that talk? Yeah. Explore your options, bro. That's all. I think you said it all. King Solomon said it all, bro. Like, shout out. I, there's nothing much I can add to it, bro. You said it all, bro. But, like, just explore options, bro. Don't, you know, just what you said, bro. Don't try to, like, be like, Obviously, not forced even per se, but like, just because some people around you are going on this path doesn't mean like you gotta like stay with that path. You gotta explore your options, bro. Like, you know, we started this podcast thing. A lot of things were new to us. Audacity, like, so it was new to me. Like, intro, but I, I'm learning stuff, and we're obviously trying to like we got plans of like improving every day. They are, bro. So don't stay with like you know explore your options, bro. Don't try to like stay with that. Make that stereotypical stuff people be trying to say like be still there bro like try to explore your options and keep improving bro like but i think you've pretty much said it all bro and yeah bro did you want to ask something else? let me ask a quick question before we end then what is money to you bro and if you had not 19 bro but a billion dollars bro what would you do i'm just curious if i had a billion dollars like so what is money to you and if you had a billion dollars like right now what would you do what do you mean what is money to me what is that question explain? How do you understand it? Answer how you understand it. How I understand it. Like, money to me is, like, a necessity, bro. Like, it's necessary for me to survive, bro. Like, <laughs> like it's fact. not air, bro. Like, I need money to, like, progress, like, with what I want, my plans, my ideas, some of my ideas, bro. You know, for that shit to be in fruition, bro. I need money for you to, like, so it's a necessity for me to, like, Leave my dreams, bro. It's like necessary for me to like leave some of the plans I'm trying to like do. If I had a billion dollars, bro, like it's is it like earned earned billion dollars or like 
what do you what, what is that like something trying to say like have it in like stock like they trying to say do you have do you have a billion dollars in terms of like assets or like have billion dollars in cash that's your uh, question right is it something i already earned or was it just giving something like talking about dangle to me with someone in my family it was like inheritance or oh, what are you trying to say what is nah, i'm not talking about inheritance now nah. earn and not i wouldn't necessarily say all in cash maybe let's say part of it is in stocks yeah then what would i do with it i would just keep doing what what i did to get that money nigga <laughs> What's that question? Because like, if I earn that shit, like, regardless of it being installed, if I actually earn it and was impressed on, then I'll just keep doing what I'm doing because I'm doing something right, obviously, nigga. <laughs> yeah. But how about you? Yeah. If I think about it, if I had to, <laughs> I think about this question like a lot. And right now, because I know definitely like my answers are always change, but right now I think to me, money symbolizes my contribution to society. So if I have a lot of money, that means I've done a lot for society. That's my, that, right now, that's the understanding that I've come to. So whatever I want to accomplish, if I accomplish that, money will reflect those accomplishments. And the way I see it is like, when I look at somebody like fucking Elon Musk, he wanted to... Why you say fucking, bro? You gotta show respect. But he wanted to make, take people to space. And by doing that, it's, reflected in I guess networks and stuff like this whatever I do for society I guess you also have to include inflation so let's just say I just said for inflation whatever I do it will be reflected with my money and so that, what's your definition of money yeah that's weird and if I if I had money is um so summarize what you just said with money, to me what's money to you money is something that symbolizes my contribution to society. And if I had a billion dollars right now, I don't. It just, I can't even think about having nigga, a million dollars. Let me talk, bro. Let's hold on. If I had a million dollars, I don't even know what I'm gonna do with that. Let alone cross a hundred million, then get to a billion dollars. I said earn, so definitely earn. Then how don't you know what you're gonna, what you're gonna do about it? What I'm gonna if do you with earn it? That means like you're doing something right. So you either keep diversifying or just. Keep I, I get, I get your point. I get your point. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about that amount of money. That's what I'm, I'm talking about. That amount of money. If, if I've earned it, because like you got people, they've earned the money and they keep on doing it. What they're doing, but they've they've bought yachts, they've bought stadiums, they've bought yeah. other things. So what are you trying to say? Talk. Let me hear you. Your question was like, if I had money, I don't know. And you went back and say, I don't know what I would do. I can't even imagine having one million dollars and whatsoever. But you—that's why I was talking about it was the inheritance. And but you say it's not inheritance; it's money earned. And you went back to like you know contradict yourself by saying, if I had that one million, I can't even imagine having one million dollars. But like, you have the money. That's that's what your question said. You you already earned that money. So what would you do with it? So I think that whole situation, that question is like, and I get your point. I'm trying to say. I can't imagine myself with that amount of money, huh? You you may you may mention of money is like your contribution to the um money is a contribution of your society whatsoever. So if you're doing something right, that means that money is gonna come. That means you're gonna earn that shit. So you may mention of that shit, bro. So why can't you imagine yourself in that situation now? I think you're missing the point. I'm, listen, listen, listen. Hold on, listen. There's a difference between I've earned, I've done certain things 
and because of those things i've been i've earned that amount of money versus how i'm going to use the money what would i do with it i think that's what the discrepancy is if you clearly understand what i'm trying to say so if i have a billion dollars obviously i've done something that society has paid me a billion dollars now how am i going to use a billion dollars what would i do with it that was my question so obviously i'm doing something right i'm talking about how am i going to use it am i going to donate it am i going to bias it am i going to invest it in a corporation so that's the question that i think you misunderstood the question but that's what i was getting at so for me i don't know to be honest <laughs> i don't know i think that's my answer maybe one day when i get the billion dollars i don't know what to do with it sure, bro. for sure for sure bro so i don't know there's nothing much to add to it bro like people doing great stuff like you know legends real like people whose names are gonna live there forever dangote 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 like that song by burner boy so like historic figures bro like people are actually making african proud making the whole black community proud so you know that's all i gotta say bro a lot of respect for all these fools bro mike adenuga shout out to him robert f smart smith bro shout out to all these people you know, oprah like Tyler perry Shout out to you, bro. Like, I respect all them people, bro. That's all I got to say, bro. Did you want to add something to it? Or? Yeah, it's your boy, Roland Kusi, bro. Make sure to check out podcast episodes out on Instagram, bro. Feel that podcast, like, feel that merchandise, bro. We still have things in plan, you know, trying to, like, improve every single day. But, like, you know, just make sure to hit a link in the bio for that post on Instagram and just keep streaming, bro. What's up? This your boy, Tuahene. And as we wrap it up, when it comes to money, focus on what you can do for society. And with that, society will repay you financially. Appreciate y'all for listening. Let us know what you guys think about this episode and we'll catch y'all in the next one. I hope you all felt that. Thank you for tuning in to Feel That Pocket by KK. Our show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star rating. Follow Phil that on Instagram and get access to our website.